Yo, 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 this is your man Chris Daniels, and this is episode two of the Truly Chris Podcast. And today, I want to talk to you guys about something that's pretty important to me, and that's failure and failing forward. Now, I think that a lot of people are truly afraid to do anything in this world because they're crippled by the fear that they will fail and that things will not go right and that things will go not only not right, but things will go horribly wrong. People don't want to put out their content because they're afraid they'll get judged. People don't want to try something because they're afraid they might go broke. People don't want to leave their jobs because they're so used to their security and that comfortability that they don't know what to do once they lose it. And they're not willing to sacrifice that because they don't know what's on the other side of that hill. So I think that failure is a important step in the people's life or an important thing in people's life that they're they kind of honor and they give a lot of fear to and they put on a high pedestal and they're like, oh, I don't want to fail. And so I will not go over there. And that's the, you know, the dark side symbol, everything the light doesn't touch, you know, just stay away from that. And I think that in my life, I failed so many times. Like I failed over and over and over again. Like I am a master at failing because I've tried so many things and they have not gone the way that I intended them to go that I think that it's kind of given me some real good clarity, uh, basically about how I'm going to, you know, go forward and what I'm going to do. And I'm not saying I have it all figured out. I just think that, you know, failing and being willing to fail was really, really important in my life. And so I just kind of want to tell you guys about so many things that I do, because I think that sometimes online people are like, man, you know, you do this and you, you know, you're doing this well, or like, man, I just, how do you just like, you know, put that together? Or like, how did you come up with this? Or like, you know, or why are you not afraid? And it's kind of like, well, you know, I, I failed time and time and time again. And so this little bit of success or this little bit of fun that I'm able to do with my passion, it, you know, it came at a price already. I paid some of that price already. Um, when I was young in Jacksonville, I was a orator. And, you know, I, I gave speeches. I competed. It was something that I loved to do. Right. And this was around 2007 ish. And I had the opportunity um, there was a campaign manager for Obama somewhere in Jacksonville. I don't remember all the details, but basically I had the opportunity to kind of like go on that, you know, campaign, you know, and, and work my way into that system. So maybe before some of his speeches in the area, I could be the one that was, you know, giving the talk or letting people know about change. Right. And so, like, it was something I was really in love with doing. But then my dad, he kind of came up to me, started talking about, like, being a manager and like, I was afraid of working at what I loved. I thought that if I loved it, it shouldn't feel like work. I felt like if I loved it, I should just wake up and kind of like do it when I want to. And, and then I'll be successful off of that. Like I didn't have to turn my whole family into a business and I didn't have to put in all the late hours. And my cousin Pat was trying and trying to work with me. But I think that that was my first, you know, like true failure when it comes to like my passions, because I had an opportunity in front of me and all I had to do was be willing to sacrifice a little bit more of my time to be able to sacrifice a little bit more of that fun in order to be able to really get what I wanted out of it. And I truly dreamed about speaking in front of auditoriums and coliseums of people. And I think that that was an opportunity for me and I didn't take it. You know, I, I was so afraid of failing. I was so afraid of it becoming this strong business that I couldn't control that I basically let it go. And I, and I missed a big opportunity. As you know, Obama went on to win and become president and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying that I would have just like, you know, went all the way, but I think that experience would have been life changing for me. I had already, I'd already lost, um, when I was doing it for the NAACP, 
uh, I had already done it for the NAACP and I got second place in the Florida competition and that was very, very important to me. Um, even though I had lost, I had gone so far, I was able to go to New York. So like, it was something that I was truly talented at and I think that I should have done a lot more with that. And I think that the failure of like, or the feeling of failing uh, haunts me to this day because there's so many times that I, I just wonder where I could have been. Um, so that's number one. When I came to FGCU though, I was really, really, you know, in the community. I was doing poetry. I was trying to be somebody that, you know, the freshman could look to for guidance. And I started thinking, hey, man, like I could I could really start this, you know, thing called sit down Sundays and everybody can come over on Sunday and we can all eat and it can be a great thing. We can be a festival kind of like in my home. And it started going. It got so big that we had to start moving it back to campus into a big room and everybody was talking and everybody was doing things. And I got to a point where I was hosting it. I'm asking questions. We're having great dialogue. This went on for like, you know, five, six, maybe seven weeks of just strong. It was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. We had to keep moving rooms and people were bringing food and it was just this great, beautiful experience. And um, I thought that maybe in my life I can start like putting things like this together. But quickly the pressure of like coordinating and putting things like in line and writing things down and having a plan. Like I didn't want anything to do with that. So I had ran into another point in my life where I was afraid to put more or give more of myself to a thing that I thought that should just be beautiful and carefree. And so this is another part of my life where I had learned that anything that you do takes work. Like it takes a considerable amount of work. And I kind of like pushed that, you know, whole event to somebody else and it failed, unfortunately. And I think that the school really could have used something like that for the students. And I think that the school really would have appreciated it if it was still around. And I blame myself for the failing of that, like for just like not taking on the mantle. That's a big part of it. Like, you know, when you're afraid, you basically just give up on yourself, you know, and you just tell yourself that you can't do it or it's too much. And so there were all these people that were coming in and they they wanted to know what we're going to do and what we're going to talk and how are we going to have action and how are we going to change things? And I was like, oh, man, I was just trying to, you know, get everybody to laugh and joke in the room. And um, I think the pressure got to me and looking back, like that was just an amazing time, an amazing event. And I just think that we should have done, you know, it should have kept going. And, that, and that, that's kind of on me. Failings in my DNA. Hey man, like, you know, this is not the only time uh, that I've done a podcast. Like, um, about two years ago, I started the podcast with two of my closest friends, Justin and JC. Um, and I thought that this was going to be, you know, like it. Like, you know, like, I, I'm a big fan of the Joe Budden podcast. I always wanted a chance to, like, show people what it felt like to hang with my friends. And um, it was really on me to, like, you know, organize it and put it together. And I just dropped the ball, really. You know, I... I started putting some content out, but I started looking at the numbers. I started looking at the, you know, the views and I realized that, oh man, people are not paying attention. People are not paying attention. It's not good. And even though I had four or five or six people to say, yo, I'm listening to it. It's good. Keep it going. Keep it going. Like I wanted it to be sky high. So like I was feeling like a failure. Like I had put out four or five episodes and I was like, nobody cares about this. And so I just stopped doing it. I just dropped it off. And, um, and that just puts a bad, gives you a bad reputation. Basically, it makes people basically say, Hey, this guy starts and stops things. You know, he doesn't finish what he started and you can't even get to the end of the road if you're not willing to put in a lot of time into it. You know, something that, you know, Gary Vee talks about is like that. People are so impatient. We want to see the results right here, right now. We want to be popping. We want to be the best. We want to be on top, but we don't want to go through anything and we don't want to just like serve the passion and serve the need. So like I, I truly was just waiting on this big 
burst up of like attention and like popularity and that wasn't coming and I, I jumped out and when I look back, it's like, that's not how it works, you know? And so something that really gave me was the uh, idea that if I do this over and over and over again, I might never see a million subscribers, but the first part is, what are you doing it for? Are you doing it for you or are you doing it for the views? Are you doing it for you or are you doing it for the attention? Are you doing it for you or are you doing it for the likes? You know, so the first thing I'm doing this for is for one person to get one thing out of this. That's it. If you watch this and get that one person, I've already reached my goal. And then two, I'm doing this for the long haul. I believe that in five years that I'll be able to look back and say, I started this podcast in the midst of a lot of people saying, done or done with podcast or and there's too many podcasts and that this is going to be something that people are going to be really proud to see and proud to have and just very like happy to have seen the transition. So I'm documenting this journey of freelancing and that's what's really important. And then back then I should have thought about how I was documenting our friendship and documenting like what we were about to do and the what we're about to embark upon instead of thinking about who's viewing and how many viewers and why are my subscribers not going up and why do I have two dislikes and all these things that just don't matter, like don't matter at all. So basically I cite myself out, I quit it. And all those that potential, it just died with me. It didn't die. Nobody shut me down. I shut me down. And so you got to understand that if you want to do something, it's not just going to come all at one time. It's not just going to work when you want it to work. That's just not how things work. And you've got to be willing to put in an immeasurable amount of time, sweat and dedication in order to reach the end of whatever goal that you seek. Now, a big thing in my life, a big thing in my life, and it's something that I think that most of the people either listening to this or who follow me on Instagram, Twitter, whatever they know me for was that I was a musician. Um, I Basically, I've been, you know, making hip hop music since I was in ninth grade. I used to go to my friend Clarence's house, you know, when his mom would be downstairs, we'd go in the room, we put our little like little mics we stole from the high school together, like those little things that stand on stands and we just rap in them and we thought that we were gonna, you know, really be somebody. I remember, you know, writing my name all on, you know, CDs with black Sharpies and passing them out in school and thinking that I was about to be the next thing. Like I was just so excited. This is during the age of boosting everything and everybody had mixtapes. I just wanted to have my own mixtape. And I remember watching people throw that in the trash. I remember handing it to somebody like, yo man, check me out. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm walking away, I turn around and I see him like throw it in the trash. I'm like, dang, like, um. And so I kept going though, like I kept going, I kept going, but I was failing, like I wasn't doing well, like I, I was rapping like, and I was showing people what I could do and I was getting heckled and people were telling me to stop and to focus more on my poetry that I was doing was written, but they didn't want to see me do music. And so when I came to FGCU and I started doing music, I, I built a studio and I thought I was going to be the music guy and I met so many people, but you know, people weren't paying and I wasn't good at being like a businessman. So I wasn't good at like requiring people to pay and I wasn't good at like getting people their things on time and I, I didn't know how to like strategize and like make sure that I was really doing things so I was failing like and people were laughing at what I was doing people were thinking that it was a joke and I thought I was a joke so basically I shut it down for you know a few years like oh man I can't do this I can't do this and that was the wrong thing to do because I wasted so much time you know time is the most invaluable 
you know, resource that we have in life. Time is the most invaluable resource that we have in life. And I think it's like super important for you to use it. So all those years, those two or three years I just took away from working on my craft or trying to become better, I was beating myself up because I didn't win. Because I wanted to win in a year. Because I wanted to become the next Lil Wayne. I wanted to come out of my dorm and change the game. I wanted to be all these things. Instead of like thinking like this is a, this is for the long haul. Like this is something that I have to work towards. This is something that's not just easy. If you want to live a life that 1% of people get to live, you have to do what 1% of people are willing to do, and that's grind and sacrifice. And I just wanted to be loved. And so it's about what you want to get out of something when you go into it. You can't just want to get the fame and the love because that's not what comes. So I failed. People laughed at my music. People trashed me. People disliked me. People unfollowed me. People told me that my mixtape was garbage. I, I put out many, many projects over this time. And no, it's almost kind of embarrassing when I'm talking to you guys about it now because it's just like, man, like, I really believed that I was going to be this guy, and I was trying and trying, but I was failing. I was failing. But until sometime about two years ago, um, basically, I met uh, one of my good friends, Eddie Rock, and we started doing music again. And, uh, you know, not to toot my own home, but within, like, a year and a half, we had become some of the, like, biggest named artists in this area. And that's because when I was doing stuff, it was like, I was already used to failing. Like, I already knew what I did not want to do, which was quit. I already knew what I did not want to do, which was waste time. So I learned in a measurable, in a measurement. I keep saying that because it's immeasurable what you learn from failure. You have to fail forward. So, like, basically, I was, like, the guy out there in the streets. They're like, man, I see you everywhere. And that's because I had already learned what not to do. And what you don't do is sit in your room and cry about why you're not the greatest. You sit in your room and cry about why you haven't made it. You sit in your room and cry about why you're not getting views. And so I was just working harder than everybody else. And that was the first time that I truly understood that if I just work super hard, that if I just grind super hard and I just don't stop and I don't look back and I don't look around to the side of me to see what everybody else is doing, that I can be further than I ever thought I could be. And so I just kept going. I kept going. And we put out projects and we were like having a great time. We were always in the studio. And then, you know, last July I had this big concert, you know, and 200 people came and you know, that might be a little bit to you, but that was a big thing to me because they all came, they paid and I did this concert and I got standing ovation and I really realized that I went from being somebody that nobody listened to in my dorm three years ago to being somebody that people were looking to and they're looking for and they were just people coming up to me and wondering how I did it and I said the only thing that I did it was I learned from my failures, I learned from my past, I learned what I did not want to do, I learned who I wanted to be and I wanted to be better than everybody else at what I was doing and that's and that just took so much um and so it's crazy because of course i'm not really doing music at this point um but i learned so much from music and i think that what i learned the most was that it takes time everything takes time and so um and i used that when i picked up the camera you know I, i picked up the camera because i really just wanted to help my music career. I picked up the camera because I wanted to kind of film myself and, you know, learn how to like create content kind of like this so I could start like really reaching my audience. And what I learned was that I could grind the same way I was grinding with my music with this camera. I could be about the community the same way I was with this music with this camera. So like I had already learned all these lessons failing forward. I failed. I failed. I failed. I started the podcast. I tried to be an event coordinator. I tried to be a video game creator before. I tried to be a poet. I tried to be an orator. I tried to be all these things. I tried to create content and be some kind of social media guru. I tried to be a motivational speaker. I tried. I tried. I tried. I tried in relationships and I failed and failed and failed. I tried over and over. I wasn't a 
great student. I tried, I tried new things all the time. You know what I mean? I tried, I tried. And at the end of the road, like that's all you can give yourself is to try and you have to fail. Those failures are the most important, the most important pieces of my life. And I needed them to be who I am today. I needed them to get to where I want to be. I needed them to become this freelancer, this guy who believes that I can do anything. I needed that. And that's why this word right here is just super important. You know what I mean? Because an abrasion is just something that you receive when you go through something or you feel something. It's a scab and it's left on you. And I feel like life has left many abrasions upon me. And that's why I am tested and battle ready for the storm. And as I go through this journey with you all, I want you guys to truly be in tune with what I'm doing and what I believe. And I want to show you guys that it doesn't matter that I'm failing right now. It doesn't matter that it's not going the way I want it to go. It doesn't matter that I'm not getting these high profile clients and I'm not working for Essence Magazine yet. I'm not working for Ebony Magazine yet. That doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is, am I putting in the work? Am I waking up every day? Am I grinding every day? Am I trying to be the best that I can possibly be? Am I giving you my all? Every time I look at this podcast, am I giving you my all? Am I giving you the best I can give? Am I doing the best I can do? Am I? And if I'm not, then I have to change that. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. That's all I can bring to the table. So I just want to thank you guys for watching kind of like a long form of like the things that I've done and kind of like the cacophony of my experiences and just say I truly, truly appreciate every viewer. One viewer, two viewers, three viewers, even no viewers, because one day there will be a viewer on this podcast. And I just want to thank you guys, you know, and tell you guys to fail forward. It's super important. It's super, super necessary in order for you to have the skin that you need to be able to get through anything. So thank you again. This is your man, Chris Daniels. It's the Truly Chris Podcast. Be, do, inspire. Yeah, yeah, yeah.